Hello there, and welcome to your Tuesday. I'm Vin Ebenew. Here's what's coming up on the Jersey Shore News Podcast today. Mask off at camp on at school. The Broadway Meets the Beach Concert Series returns this summer to Seaside Heights. And more than 20,000 additional seniors are expected to enroll in the state's prescription drug assistance programs. Let's get to it. The woman found in a wooded area of the Barnegat Branch Trail near County Line Road in Waretown last week has been identified by the Ocean County Medical Examiner as 41-year-old Megan Campana, whose last known address was in Seaside Heights. Ocean County Prosecutor Bradley Bilheimer said the cause and manner of death are pending toxicology results. If you have children in the house, the IRS should be sending you a letter this week about the expanded child tax credit, then a follow-up letter detailing how much you'll be receiving. Up to $3,600 per child will be paid in monthly installments, and it could begin as early as July 15th. The income limits are $150,000 for couples and seventy-five dollars for single tax filers, and it'll be based on the 2020 tax returns. Tom's River Police have issued a 10 p.m. curfew from now until Labor Day for anybody under the age of 17 in the northern beach section of town, specifically Normandy Beach and Chadwick Beach. This mirrors the curfew put in place last summer and for the same reasons due to unruly behavior, including criminal mischief. Anybody under the age of 17 out between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. must be accompanied by a parent or a guardian. Already the namesake of legislation here in the Garden State, a New Jersey native who was one of the victims of the 2018 mass shooting at a high school in Parkland, Florida, is now inspiring a similar bill at the federal level. The Alyssa Act, named for former Woodcliffe Lake resident Alyssa Al-Hadef, mirrors New Jersey's Alyssa's law in that it calls for the installation of silent panic alarms in schools that connect directly to law enforcement, something Jersey Congressman Josh Gottheimer says fewer than a third of U.S. schools currently report they have. If this could give some peace of mind, extra peace of mind to our students, to our faculty, our staff, you know, and, and um uh, you know, this is, shouldn't be something that teachers have to think about either, but it is. Gottheimer says sometimes audible alarms, fire alarms, for instance, bring kids into harm's way and don't alert crisis response personnel quickly enough. In Trenton, I'm Patrick Laver. The state Supreme Court ruled Monday that Attorney General Gerber Graywall can order the disclosure of cases of major discipline involving police officers going forward, but left open the question of whether the state can do that going back 20 years. Patrick Colligan of the New Jersey State PBA says the look back isn't fair. Officers had agreed to discipline through a negotiated process, and now 10, 18, 20 years later, they're now being told it's going to be released to the public, which I don't think anybody thought that was going to happen in the future. Graywall says the ruling lifts the cloak of secrecy over New Jersey's police disciplinary process. A judge will hold a hearing on the conditions under which records dating back to the year 2000 might be released. Two weeks after the CDC issued updated rules for camps, New Jersey is loosening the rules for campers. Governor Murphy says masking now won't be required for staffers or campers when outside. While indoors, unvaccinated campers will be strongly encouraged to wear a mask, while any unvaccinated staffers will be required to mask up with only limited exceptions. Murphy says more guidance for camps will be released tomorrow. Several school districts have taken up Governor Murphy on his reminder, though, that they're empowered to decide on mask wearing during extreme weather. The Lacey School District has made them optional effective immediately indoors and outdoors for the last two weeks of the academic year. Brick schools have also relaxed mask wearing for students and staff going forward. The district said it reviewed CDC guidelines and will allow any type of AC unit to be used. New Jersey is on pace this week to give out more than 9 million doses of COVID vaccine, 
4.37 million are, are considered fully vaccinated. Even with most restrictions now lifted, COVID metrics continue to fall. Hospitalizations are near 400 statewide. The spot positivity rate has fallen to 1%, and the rate of transmission remains well below 1%. State lawmakers have begun the process of expanding New Jersey's prescription drug benefit programs to more than 20,000 additional seniors by raising their income thresholds $10,000 as suggested by Governor Murphy in his 2022 budget plan. Katie York of AARP New Jersey says the average enrollee in Medicare Part D takes four to five prescription drugs a month, with some facing out-of-pocket costs of $10,000 a year. Too many Garden State residents are forced to choose between life-saving medications and paying rent, buying food, and meeting other critical needs. Kathy Rowe of New Jersey Advocates for Aging Well says the program includes upfront costs but will yield long-term savings. We expect better health, reduced medical interventions, reduce disability and lower hospitalizations and emergency room visits. At the State House, this is Michael Simons. A Monmouth County grand jury has indicted a former general manager of the Asbury Hotel, charging him with theft of over $400,000 from the business between 2018 and 20. Larry Dembrum was also the GM of Asbury Lanes and the Asbury Ocean Club. He was fired from his position when the theft was discovered during a routine audit. If convicted of second-degree theft, Dembrum faces up to 10 years in prison. Broadway reopens in New York City this September with shows like Wicked and The Lion King, which are good. But this summer, folks can enjoy free Broadway concerts on the beach in Seaside Heights. Broadway Meets the Beach concert series returns this summer for the third year after being shut down last summer due to COVID, says Seaside Heights Mayor Tony Vaz, who is very excited about it. People enjoy Broadway plays, but this is a Broadway Meets the Beach. There's a feeling of, I want to go to Broadway after listening to these entertainers. The concerts are set for July 16th, August 13th, and 27th at the Carousel Pavilion with feature performers from Broadway's Rock of Ages, Aladdin, Chicago, Kinky Boots, and more. It's a great venue. Looking forward to it myself because I love Broadway. Tony Award nominee and American Idol finalist Constantine Morales is scheduled to appear at all three concerts. In Trenton, I'm Jen Ursulo. Weather today, mix of sun and clouds, chance for rain, highs near 90, lows around 70 again tonight. I'm Vin Ebenew on the Town Square Jersey Shore News Network. Have a great Tuesday.